Welcome to HR Works, the podcast for HR professionals. Today we are going to do something a little different. On March 16th, I'll be releasing an episode of HR Works covering multiple generations in the workforce with returning guest Ira Wolf. Today we're going to discuss another topic very briefly, which is when employees behave badly on social media. Ira is the president of Success Performance Solutions, which excels in pre-employment testing software for sales, leadership, service, and production across a number of industries. In addition to being a blogger and prolific business writer, Ira is an accomplished speaker, having visited the stage of TEDx and Disrupt HR. He has also published books such as The Perfect Labor Storm and Recruiting in the Age of Googleization, When the Shift Hits Your Plan. So why don't we jump right in. If an employee posts something racist or sexist uh, or otherwise unsavory on social media, you know, how would you recommend HR handle that? Is that an immediate firing? Is that an issue of education? You know, what's what's the general approach in your from your perspective? Well, I think there's a number. I think there's a couple different perspectives. One is is it is it is it just a different opinion, or is it in your viewpoint or according to some other people? You know, might it be racist? I mean, if it, it's it, if it's certainly laced with the N word, uh, there's certainly uh, certain um, phrases or viewpoints that are extreme, um, you know, beyond just being right or left, but extreme right, extreme left, uh, then you need to be respective of, you know, certainly the right of free speech. Um, but, um, you know, does it, you know, what's the culture? I mean, is it tolerated uh, consistently or, or inconsistently? Is it treated that way? So have you heard um, certainly, you know, senior management, uh, there's certainly viewpoints or expressions there, um, but we don't tolerate that in our frontline workers, uh, you know, uh, in the persona. So I, I think it, it goes back to some pretty basic fundamentals is one is, is, is that an indication of an outlying, uh, maverick employee, or is that really part of your culture? That you just got ex- that just got exposed and you're embarrassed by it, um, and you know HR is in the position uh, after all these years of of being ethical leaders in their organization, and if it's wrong, it's wrong across the board, and if it, if it's wrong for one person, then you know if it's an outlier and it's just you know unex- inexcusable behavior, then it should be dealt with. But that's usually not the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. It usually isn't. You know, one of the things that's been remarkable about the last, I really, since the Me Too movement started, but maybe a little bit before that, is public-facing companies, particularly in media, you know, uh, when somebody posts something now or they post something 10 years ago that is unpleasant or unsavory, um, I use that word because it's hard to define exactly exactly what it is until you see it. There's almost always like this outrage and immediate backlash that results in the canceling of all those persons' contracts, their removal from their job, uh, and you know it's it can be a pretty severe set of consequences. Should what lessons I guess are there for private employers from those kinds of experiences? Yeah, again, uh, you know, certainly a, a dicey, uh, but very current, very real conversation that we should be having. Uh, you know, I, I think about 
the cancel, you know, cancel culture or whatever phrase we want to use in terms of unlearning, you know, something that I work in with was adapting to a new future, which is that what that is. So certainly the utilization of social media um, to, uh, you know, get a ground, literally an, uh, an immediate overnight groundswell, you know, for or against a, a particular company is real. I mean, that's just the world we live in. So we need to learn, have to learn how to adapt to that. Uh, but it, in canceling, I'm, I'm not, I think that's pretty harsh because you can't cancel history. I mean, you know, even going, you know, a historical example is we, we can't cancel the Civil War. We can't, can't, we can't cancel George Washington and, and Thomas Jefferson. They grew up in a different time and place. But we can learn from that. And there are certain things that were accepted. Uh, I've grown, I grew up in a time. I mean, I remember there was still lynching. I'm not, I'm not that, that old to some people. I, but, I, you know, I remember there was, it was just recent history that there were lynchings and there were riots. So how do we, how do we take that experience um, and learn from it, but also unlearn the behaviors that were acceptable at that time? I don't think it's acceptable anymore just to say, well, that's the time I grew up in. And therefore, it, it's, it's an excuse. That doesn't excuse somebody for bad behavior just because it was acceptable at the time you grew up or in your neighborhood. Um, we, we live in a different world now. So I, I would take, you know, I wish you don't like the term, but I, I would take the cancel and probably replace it with unlearning, you know, like an unlearning culture and unlearn what's not working anymore and, and, and learn new behaviors. Well, thank you for helping us briefly tackle these super complicated issues. Um, I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks very much. Appreciate the opportunity. Listeners, you can always follow us on Twitter at HR Works Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is Jim Davis with HR Works.